What's up, everybody? Mojax boys coming back at you here. We came back, delivered a victory for all y'all. That's what we do. Uh, part, I guess it's part two of our trip, right? Yeah, the yeah. finishing part. Yeah, so uh, let's just pick, pick up where we left off. So when you last heard from us, we were in a parking lot in Meridian, Mississippi, and we were hoping to uh, get the correct part, which if you follow our social media, you saw, well, you know, we did get the correct part. Uh, BDD, he slapped it on there. He was the, the real of Austin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we basically lost the day, um, but we uh, headed About on down. 26 hours. Yeah. But we headed on down to New Orleans because, so, you know, we had to had to make do. So, made our impact felt down there. <laughs> um <laughs> By the way, apologies for the sound quality because uh, I'm too lazy to set everything back up, and we're just doing this on the phone. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's old school. But uh, yeah, we went to New Orleans and uh, turned up a little bit, and then finally got to Fort Worth. We did not, we did not pull into Fort Worth until about what five o'clock their time, and the game started at six thirty. Yeah, yep. so you know how I am about getting in the stadium. I was yeah, and I was ready to run out of the door. And we would have gotten there to the stadium faster, but we had to weave through all the RVs that were parked there. So yeah, 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 which were zero. It's zero. We didn't see so, any RVs. Not a not single. One. That is the only RV lot that TCU says they have when it's not even theirs, and we were the only RV. It's so sad. Yep, only one. Yeah. So as far as Fort Worth, it was a it's a cool place for sure, but. Um, you know, and I, I don't I don't know when they're good if they're they have more fans and stuff, but I mean, even when we suck, there's tons of RVs and all that stuff. There just wasn't much going on. Uh the what, stadium 20, though. Twenty thousand uh, fans probably. Yeah, I maybe maybe a little more, but even even if there were fifty thousand, it was they, they didn't cheer. I and you know what, no, I have to say all. as far as Texas high school football is like, you know, it. But I tell you what. We've been to several Texas college games in Texas now, and they they don't get rowdy or loud or anything. I mean, I guess they like their football, but they don't get rowdy and cheer about it. So it was a little bit odd, but again, I mean, they weren't that good. And, you know, our record coming in was two and four, but the stadium itself, especially all the renovations, we we hadn't seen it prior, but really cool. Amazing. Yeah. Maybe my favorite. It was nice. Yeah. It was just a really cool place. Get Super in nice. and out of all the concession stands, bathrooms, just really, you know, I obviously didn't know what it looked like before the renovation, but that renovation was done great. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. I, I, I liked it. Uh, Super dead. They had huge speakers in the end zone we were setting, and if it wasn't for the speakers, there really wouldn't have been much noise at all. Uh, they were actually quite annoying, but they put a huge – um, scoreboard up in that one end and the other end i think bubba said is about the size of my media room i'm not joking either <laughs> it was small yeah it was very yeah. very tiny that's what and, she said oh yeah they let about 2,000 mountaineer fans take over the stadium yeah for sure um that's really all i heard i mean was or mountaineer fans they uh they were quite rowdy and we were in a rowdy section so we were in a end zone. A lot of Mountaineer fans were put up very top corner, which was awful. But most of them made their way down to our section, and they quickly told us that that's not where they're set uh, supposed to be setting. 
But they were like, to me anyways, I know I'm getting old, like almost like school age, like college age kids or maybe a little bit older. I don't know if they now live there. Apparently there's a big alumni in Texas, W alumni. Um, of course, you know, Texas is huge, but it's, it's, uh, they were out, like they were, they were gutted. They were drunk, spilling beer all over <laughs> us. I mean, that had a kid, kid you know, directly behind me slept through the whole first half of the game. Yeah. No clue. Like I'm surprised they didn't take him out. I mean, he was, he was passed out. Um, you know, luckily they were Mountaineer fans or I'd had, I'd had some words for him, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the only annoying TCU fan in the whole stadium sat right in front of us, but he only lasted about a quarter and a half and then he was gone. <laughs> he's gone. Back. So, but of course, uh, the good thing about the trip is, and by the way, after the game or the next day, we uh, we hit up Memphis and uh, and then came on back. But um, that karaoke bar is never going to be the same, fellas, because we made our mark. Yeah, the Mojax boys literally they called Mojax boys to the stage and we tore mm-hmm. it up. So, well, one of us one of us sang really well. The rest of us just kind of danced around. Yeah, we. Were <laughs> um, well, that we, we had a friend that got up there with us. Well, here's what happened. He said these white guys can't sing boys to men, so he thought we would need some help. Is basically no, he, what happened. He was more tone deaf than than me. <laughs> I mean, he was terrible. Yeah, he was, and he took the mic. Yeah, he was stole bad, my bad. mic. Yeah, yeah, he was bad. But the boys, we sing. In case y'all don't sing, uh, boys to men, and when Bubba hit that first note. That the people realized we, he could sing. We belong they together. Went, oh, oh, they went, they went nuts. They went nuts. <laughs> I, I so, heard. I, I think I heard somebody say, "Give it up for my band, Sexual Chocolate." Yeah. Oh I yeah. Think I, I heard somebody say that. That would not <laughs> surprise me. Yep. Yep. It was. It was a good time. But uh, as far as the game, man, gosh, kind of shocking. I mean, we didn't. None of us. Not even Brent picked us to win. And, and really I won't nothing. pick us again the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just uh, – it was a little – it was – I mean, obviously, the opening kickoff <laughs> was returned. So, it was uh, a little disheartening. But then we settled oh, in. Oh, my and... God. The the look on your face. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> yep. you were you – know, <laughs> I, you know, I kept looking over at you, and you were just in a, a dead stare. I don't even know what you were staring at. Well, we drove, was... you know – 20 hours and we broke down when we were we were we went through a lot to only see the opening kickoff returned and i was like really like really is this house gonna go but how long but, how long did you make it before you got up out of your seat and walked up to the concourse well actually that had that didn't have anything to do with the game i got beer oh. for like the second time that's when i got up there that was the set that was in the third quarter i think uh, it was after we went three and out we went three and out and you jumped up pouting and ran to the concourse. That, well, I, it was there a was when I came. So I left right after we went three and out, um, and went to go use the bathroom and grab some food. And whenever I came back, Justin was gone, but there was beer all over our seats. Yeah, and there was a, one of the drunk guys behind me had one, or he had like a. It almost looked like he was holding a um, TCU, like a terrible towel, but it was nylon. So it wasn't yeah. a towel. It was just slick, like silk or something. And he was like, you, you want this to wipe it up? <laughs> like, you, you retard? You, give me a rain jacket to wipe it up. I mean, <laughs> I, stupid. 
but yeah, yeah I ended so. up moving moving down a row and over so uh, yeah it was terrible yeah I mean it was I, I was uh, it, it was I'll tell you what it was I definitely was frustrated you know with them and then the game and then I was like I, I think it's time to take a breather but I went up and <laughs> at halftime I saw this fajita stand so it was in my head I had to eat these fajitas which I had already eaten all the whole tons of food which is really dumb that I went up there and did that but I came back. I wasn't missed too much, and uh, oh, I remember when you left when they were they racked off those three long uh, running plays up the middle, and you got mad, and took off. You only as much got up to the concourse, and Porter intercepted the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. It was. I think I texted. I said so. It's so predictable, and then we picked it off. <laughs> you did. You said so predictable, and then we picked. It and off. I was like, said, see, oh, I, knew I it told you. <laughs> but uh let's rehash a little bit of the game i mean um i i thought deggy had an okay game i mean I, I don't he did that's about his ceiling and i thought he did fine he had some bad throws and one should have been picked off but um personally i would have liked to have seen green in a little bit more not yeah. not because deggy was not doing well but particularly when we're trying to run the clock out at least gives you that option to you know as another runner but we don't um we don't have just one solid quarterback unfortunately we have two uh small proportion of quarterbacks that can do one thing or the other i mean they have to use both of them yeah and i, I was i was kind of surprised that green only got one series i guess he did miss misread one play I, I was looking but the the rest were pretty good reads um there was a one block missed on his first carry, which which would have been a long carry, somebody put a uh, on the message board. Somebody put a video up. They play like two plays later is the one he broke off like a sixty-seven yard run. Um, he looked pretty fast on that, boys. Yeah, he did. yeah, he got some speed now. Yeah, um, defense really played played great again. They were finally forced some turnovers. For, forced some turnovers. They they played really well. Steals came up pretty big. Um, it just, it looked like the defense before the, well, I, I guess you say the sec before Baylor, but before the second half of, uh, TC or Texas tech, but they played really well overall. I mean, I was just, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I just, I, I was just sitting there almost in disbelief, but I guess we do know that Brown was not calling the plays, right? Well, I think at this point it's pretty obvious that he was not. Which, so I read today. Um, so I guess uh, Parker, right? Parker Moore was calling, and also Parker Jared Moore. Parker. I Jared mean Jared. Jeez, Parker. <laughs> Jared Parker. Now, who's this other guy? I can't really pronounce. But he's supposed to be like a consultant or something. He's an analyst, and he's technically oh, yeah. he he's not allowed to call plays. So, well, yeah, that's what I was reading. Because um, Azza was basically saying like. They got to be really careful, and he was kind of laying it out that they did everything proper, but got to be careful because I, I assume so that you do have to disclose. Like basically, you hire a new coach and you do this and that. If you're calling plays, um, you have to you have to like get approved through the NCA or turn it in or something. So I don't know exactly what was going on there. Still kind of being rumored, but it's pretty clear that that Neil was not calling the plays. So and it was also pretty obvious that he did not want to say that. On his yeah. uh, um, yep. press conference. 
Right. And there's pictures of this consultant. Again, I can't pronounce his name, but he was definitely on the sidelines. He wasn't even in the booth. So interesting. Where did he come from? They they want to leave from where again? Originally, he was at Minnesota when yeah. when Brown put his first staff together. And then he ended up going to, I think, Penn State. Yeah, Penn State. Yeah. And uh, he was kind of the – had the axe drop on them when they didn't have such a good year last year. And then uh, he came on as an analyst, and I, I'd assume he will, he will probably have a coaching role with us next year if we have a, a coach or two leave. Be my well, he's got one. He's got one this year, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe yeah. it was Parker probably calling the plays. Uh, and there, like I said, it's been it's pretty obvious. There's there's plenty of uh, times the camera was on Brown um, where he was not involved at all in the play calling going on when obviously the plays are being uh, put in and he was doing other things so he was not calling plays the entire game the other day so yeah and there's still big big struggles in the red zone whoever was calling the plays it really didn't matter Um, we just we get in the red zone and it's like we don't have a play call or something we don't know what we do and thank god Casey Legg's money right now I just didn't want to – I was hoping to uh, break 30. 30, but it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, well, we a two-point conversion, two yeah. conversion and a blocked field goal kept you from yeah. having that. Yeah. Yep. So, Casey Legg was put on scholarship today too, boys, or yesterday. Yeah, did you see? About... Did you see? Did you see the comment Brown made when he did it? Yeah, he said he didn't want to jinx him. Yeah, he said it, they, made, they made the decision like six weeks ago. Yeah, never, they're waiting. But never – but never wanted to uh, jinx him because he kept making kicks. I mean, technically, he still hasn't missed one. A block field goal does say it's a missed field goal, but that's BS. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know, boys. Um, we back? We back? Or or was TCU? Did we play pretty decent? And TCU's not that good? Or what do you think? Uh, uh, TCU's not very good. Um, realistically, <laughs> I would like to beat Kansas State and Kansas. That gets you to five wins, and then you have to upset somebody if you want to go to a bowl. Yep. I'm not saying we will go to a bowl. I'm saying you have to upset Oklahoma State, Texas, or Iowa State to go to a bowl. And okay, looking so at the – go ahead, Asbury. I was just, just going to say, based on what you just said there, hypothetically, we win the other games you talked about. We had the five. Of those three, who do you think we could? If you oh, Oklahoma to... State because their offense is terrible. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I agree with that too. And plus, plus you got them at home. You do have Iowa State at home, but – Unfortunately, I think Iowa State is probably peaking right now. <laughs> yep, always. Always are. We can never play them early. Nope. They do the same thing every year. They suck early, they get upset, and then they get it together. Yep. Yep. So, um, it, it'll be – I mean, it'll definitely be interesting. Vegas came out. We're seven-point dogs, which, again, I always say this. You, you get two to three being home. So, we're essentially almost a ten-point underdog. So, again, I think that's – them Vegas saying Iowa State is peaking. We're, we're kind of what we are at this point. Um, can we pull the upset? Sure, it could happen. Uh, probably not going to happen. But if if you if you looking at your schedule, looking at the rest of the schedule, if you somehow do get to six wins, then you, that you salvage the season in my eyes. Yeah. Because, and I, I don't, I'm not going back saying starting from the beginning of the year, but from looking forward, like. Going to TCU on the road, you know, you had to pull a little bit of an upset. 
you're going to be probably favored of Kansas. I, you, I, who knows with Kansas State? Probably not favored, but it'll be probably a pick them probably two and a half or something. And then you'll have to you have to get a pull and upset, pretty pretty big upset, Oklahoma State or Iowa State. So if you get the six wins at this point, and you've uh, you've done a pretty good job salvaging the season. Yeah, because I mean, even if you just think about the two games we we shouldn't have lost. I mean, yeah, we should not have lost to Texas Tech or Maryland, and we did. So I mean, if you get if we go to a bowl, I'll be happy. Yeah, at this point, yeah, definitely yeah. should have gotten one of those, and then you. You kind of you'd be in decent shape here, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I will say a couple, a couple comments I saw that uh, I, I kind of took to heart was one was, um, hey, we both said we all said Doug Nestor, man, he really played well. Well, yep. it was his first game without the cast on, so <laughs> he could actually maybe, grab. Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> that maybe that does have a huge impact. I mean. Uh, I think it was Daggy or somebody joked about it. I was like, well, yeah, Doug played awesome. He had two hands, apparently. So, um, you know, well, you got to think, uh, and White Milan did not come out. And he, he didn't come didn't out. He didn't get beat either. I mean, you know, I'm sure he got beat some, but it didn't stand out, you know. No, I mean, they, we gave up one sack, and they, they had their defensive ends are, are all Big 12 ends. Like, yeah. they're, they're no slouches. I mean, their defense overall is not necessarily great, but our line performed very well, both run and pass block. Yeah, and there so, were a couple clips where uh, Zach Frazier absolutely owned different guys on different plays. I'm not like, talking about slung them like they were my size. I mean, he was just dominating <laughs> people. Yep. So that leads us. Unless y'all want to, did I miss no, anything I'm good. on the trip? No. Nope, okay. Nope. Let's go Iowa um, State. What do y'all think? Iowa State, man. Iowa State. Well, first of all, we've lost Bubba. He's dropped off the call apparently. Yep. Um. Iowa State, like I said, they're favored by seven. They're peaking right now. We've got a little bit of confidence. So, I don't know. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I don't know if we said this on the podcast. I think we did, but uh, Brent's friend, part one of our trip, Alex. Called, him, called him Pacer because he just can't sit still. And that's why Brent always goes picks first. He just can't take it. <laughs> yeah, I listen. <laughs> If I would have just sat there and waited on parts to come in, finally that second day when we were literally just waiting, I'd already gotten a ride with another stranger to another auto body shop to get parts. I come back and I said, I mean, I just got a drink. I don't care that it's 9.30 a.m. I just <laughs> am going to start drinking. So that occupied me, right? So, but my prediction is Iowa State, 30, Mountaineers, 14. Oh, mama. Mm. Now, is he doing this on purpose because he did nope. this last time? Boys. <laughs> Boys. Boys. Matt Campbell has owned Neil Brown so far. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, everyone has except for Gary Patterson. <laughs> yep. yep. Thank God Texas Tech's coach got canned because we can maybe yep. even beat them now. So, 30 to 14. Asbury, what you got? I'm going to go similar. I think I'm going to go 28, 28 to 20. Well, it's very, very close to what I'm getting Iowa, ready to guess. Iowa State. Iowa State. So, I'm, I'm actually going 27-20, Iowa State. So, somebody's jamming out, by the way. Sorry, that was Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Bubba is not on the call, so we can pretty much assume he's going to pick Iowa State in the in a big way. So, big way. Big way. Oh, there he is. I, I lost service coming out our road. I just got home. Okay. Well, we own the score predictions for Iowa State. What you got? Oh, gosh. Um, let's go 35-24. That's not terrible. Uh, you, Iowa State, right? Yes, of course. Okay. Okay. I can't, I way, can't pick, can't pick us way win. over the over. Yeah, it's a fairly – yeah, it's only 45. Right? 48. 48, 48. Now. Okay. I thought it was 45 and a half. You know, yeah, last yeah, time you guys up. questioned me, you know what happened? <laughs> well, I'm not going to question okay. you on this, but okay. I think with all of us picking against WU, maybe, just maybe, something magical happens. It is a two o'clock you know game, so it's a little bit later in the day. And by is the everybody way, going uh, up? I may go up. I may take Landon because we may go to our lake house up in uh, Maryland. And uh, for our listeners, everybody knows that the Roberts boys' nephews are ballers, and one is going to be on a visit. The senior, Camille and Nemo, they invited him up to field Saturday. So yeah. the mm-hmm. Roberts will be given the tour and the whole deal. So uh, hopefully something cool comes out of that. Second, second nephew to go through this. Yeah. So. Yep. So that'll be cool. That'll be fun. Um but that's about it, boys. Uh, looks like Brent hung up. He probably he's probably smacking his face <laughs> right now. <laughs> Beckham Beckham come in again? Yeah, he was playing music or something. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh man. So, all right. Well, who knows, boys? Maybe we'll pu- pull off a huge upset, and uh, we'll be talking about that. But all right, we made it back. We're safe, safe and sound. So, see y'all next week. All right. Later. Peace. Later. This episode of Mojax brought to you tonight by Gino's Pizza and Spaghetti of South Charleston, home of the 999 Big Cheesy, and now featuring the Mojax, a delicious barbecue or buffalo chicken pinwheel. Mm-hmm.